This podcast is brought to you in part by Shorewinder, the industry-leading tool for winding residential and commercial springs with a cordless drill. Let us shoulder the burden for you. And check us out at Shorewinder.com. Hey guys, before we get into the show, I need to let you know, not only do I own a garage door company, I also own and run a marketing agency. If you need help with your marketing, make sure you contact us at 404-445-3494 or check us out at garagedoormarketing.co. That's garagedoormarketing.co. Hey guys, welcome to Torsion Talk Podcast. We're here at Idea Expo 2020 in Salt Lake City and I have Mark Fisher from Crawford Door, a very popular guy throughout the Facebook groups that I'm involved in. And uh, this might give you a disclaimer in the very beginning of the show could possibly break a record for the longest recorded podcast of all time. Did you like that, Mark? Yeah, that, that sounds good. Sir. <laughs> <laughs> you got two big time talkers. Uh, we both exaggerate and say more than probably we could. Uh, right. So uh, neither one of us are great at breaking it down into simple, like simplifying everything. Right. So very technical guy, you know your stuff. And I guess how I learned about you was you answered all the questions on all the Facebook groups and did very thorough job of it. Right. Well, I, I, yeah, I don't know, maybe, maybe I do talk too much, but I mean, there's, <laughs> there's a certain point. You and I both. Maybe somebody will ask a question and get this really simplified answer, which is almost worse than not having a question. I totally understand. I mean, the details are, most of the time, the details are very important. Right. I mean, so, you know, you want to make sure somebody understands it, but yeah. And yeah, maybe I just like to talk a little bit too. So I don't uh, know. Yeah. That's not a bad thing. So I agree with you. I see people a lot of times will go on Facebook locally and say, Hey, my garage door broke. How much is, you know, how much is it to fix or repair a garage door? Very broad question. Right. Right. And you'll have like garage door guys jumping on being like, Oh, I can fix your door for a hundred dollars or right. $200. Like, how do you know what's wrong with it? You know, right. like, so you have to start asking questions and then you got all these different scenarios. And so, yeah, I mean, I think you and I kind of think alike, alike like that. Right. And so uh, tell us a little bit about when you got in the business and uh, how you got to Crawford Door. All right. So, well, actually, I was going to be a fireman. That, that was that was my career choice probably from the time I was 12 years old. I want to be a fireman. And uh I used to go through, take the classes on the weekends, join volunteer fire department, and I actually had to get an exemption from the Board of Education to take college level classes while I was still in high school. Um, when I turned 18, I had two state certificates waiting on me to be 18, and I, I was a certified firefighter, as high as you go in the state of North Carolina. I was an emergency medical technician, and I was certified water rescue. Wow. Um, but then my girlfriend and I started talking. You know, we, we were dating three or four years. We started talking about marriage, and I'm like, well, you know, being married, you know, fire department, I need to do something safer. And, I, and it actually Crawford was my, I was working at Crawford at the time, that was my hold me over until I got hired as a firefighter. Okay, what were you doing for him at that point? Um, I was, I started out as a helper on the commercial side. Okay. And and actually around the time I became a lead man, uh, about a year later I was a lead man, um, depending on you know, how much work we have and you know, if you can't just put someone in the lead, you gotta buy another truck and then I'm gonna have to help, have a helper and right. the guy the guy I was a helper for is going to need a new helper. So at this point, you're creating two new positions and another vehicle. So it takes a while, but I did it in about a year. And like I said, I was like, well, I'm going to get married. You know, uh, the firefighting, I don't know, that's kind of dangerous. I want to be able to come home. So I picked something solely safe with garage doors, right? Yeah, right. Because you know, springs can't hurt you. you yeah, know, nothing course. can fall on you. But um, And at first it was just a job, but 
I don't know, somewhere along the line, it, it become a career. I mean, I couldn't tell you when, but uh, and actually I enjoy it. I mean, so. Very cool. So in order for you to get certified and really want to pursue that at some point, you like danger. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's just there. I mean, it's just. It doesn't bother you? No. I mean, not necessarily. I mean, it's, it's probably the most dangerous thing anybody does every day is crank up the car and pull it on the highway. You know? <laughs> because <laughs> now true. your life is in everybody else's hands. Yeah. It don't matter how good you are. I think about that a lot driving so, down the road. And I'm like, there's only like a little painted line dividing us. Like, what's to keep somebody from just like driving straight into right. me, you know, and, and we trust all the people that we drive by every single day. Maybe a corny thing to think about, but I think about it almost every single day. I, I used to make fun of NASCAR. Everybody would be watching NASCAR. I'm like, oh, turn left. Now what? Oh, turn left again. And yeah. do, oh, left. But after you drive so many years on the road and, you know, I'm going down the interstate, I'm driving a door truck. I got a scissor lift from the back, and, you know, and I don't want nobody within 20 foot of me in any direction. And then you watch these guys in NASCAR inches apart, 200 mile an hour. There's no brake lights, no turn yeah. signals. You, you kind of get a little bit of a respect for that. But, yeah. and then, I mean, that's, that's in great weather. Let it be raining or something like that. And you, you're pulling a scissor lift that weighs more than your truck. And you're like, oh right. man, you know, don't pull out in front of me. But, um, so you became a lead guy, got your truck. Do you guys give helpers to everybody? Um, just the commercial. On the commercial side, everybody gets a helper. Um, okay. Which is smart. And on the residential, typically everybody works by themselves. Yeah. Unless you have this really big door, then two guys will right. team up on the job. That's how but, we do it. But, you know, I think that's, that might probably be pretty standard for everybody. Uh, I don't know. I mean, now we're, we're a big company, though, too. Yeah. You know, we got 36. Tell me a little bit about Crawford. Um, we got 36 guys. Where are you guys out of? Uh, Wilmington, North Carolina. Okay. And I love Wilmington. We're so we're, Big Navy town, right? What's that? Big Navy town, right? Uh, no. Um, you guys have ships and stuff there. Coast Guard. Coast Guard. Coast you know, Guard. They got a little, they keep one down there. Um, there's a lot of it's stuff. It's been a while since I've been there. So There's a lot of stations in uh, North Carolina. I mean, every 30 miles there might be a Coast Guard station or some kind of military yeah. installation. Um, I'm about 60 miles north of our shop, just outside of Jacksonville. Now, that's a big Marine Corps area. Um, the world's most complete, largest amphibious base. But Nice. Um a lot of military all around us, Fort Bragg, Pope Air Force Base, Seymour Johnson, um, Little Coast Guard Station, there's Camp Lejeune, Cherry Point Air Station, uh, Camp Geiger, Camp Johnson. I mean, there's, in the event of a nuclear war, we're probably the first one to get screwed. So <laughs> <laughs> we got the biggest target going, yeah, I guess. Funny, but, yeah. um, but Crawford, you know, we got 36 employees. We're actually four separate, I won't say divisions, but departments in one company. Yeah. A commercial service, commercial install, residential service, and residential install. And I started out doing commercial, and back in 2002, 2001, toward the end there, one of our biggest builders that we used to do about 4 or $5 million a year with went belly up. They did some kind of mismanagement or, or something like that, and I went from 50 hours a week to about 30, and that, that hurts. Mm, so yeah. I started helping out on the residential side just to fill in the time. And the manager then, uh, a guy named Steve Woodcock, he's like, come on over to the dark side, come on. So uh, I did, and actually, you know, it's piecework. Um, you can make more money, or we did, I did. I made more money working residential in half a day than I did all day commercial. Really? And at that point, you're mostly by yourself. And um, Garage door installers get paid very well. You don't, you don't have to worry about somebody else undoing your work or screwing it up. But the coolest thing was I went from a big one-ton flatbed to a pickup truck. I'm like, look, I can go through McDonald's drive through This is yeah. cool, you know. So That's but, funny. So you started installing doors. Now, I see you post pictures you do mostly new construction? Pretty much. Okay. Um, that's probably about 85% of our bread and butter, the, the oh, new okay. construction. Cool. Um, 
our area doesn't follow the national market. I mean, we're just building, 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 and uh, it's more resort, golf, uh, you know, beach. It's, it's a big retirement area. And you'd think with all this building going on, eventually there's nowhere to go. Yeah. Well, by the time they work all their way all the way across town, you know, and get everything done there, they tend to go back to the other side, demolish everything and start over. So there's, you know, and it does give our service department a lot of work because there's all these, you know, new doors and structures going in. Hey, bro, thank you for the t-shirt, Greg. I like the new ones better. They're slick. Y'all have a good show, man. See you later. <laughs> so, um, Crawford's big, mostly new construction. Is your commercial side mostly new construction too, or you guys do a lot of service and um, retro? It's probably more on the construction than service, but okay. that can be misleading. You might you might put some doors in the building. Um, we do like Cornyn, uh, General Electric, International Paper, uh, these big industry plants, and you know you could go in there next week and put in twenty brand new doors. Yeah. And anywhere from six months to two years, then they'll come in here. Oh, we're doing a new plant you know, expansion. Oh, I got you. Wipe everything out, and you start all over again. So they don't really have a chance to get a lot of doors to, you know, get <laughs> right. aged and wear out. And then, of course, at those same plants, you get those forklifts and all these people. And, and you know, they got plant managers, where, which their maintenance crews are probably the worst ones to work on doors. So that gives us plenty of service too. <laughs> yeah. So, it's, it, what it, brand doors do you guys install? Um, our two we do we do several brands. Our, our biggest ones are Clope and Amar. That's okay. that's our two biggest. We do some Wayne Dalton, like the ninety one hundreds, the vinyl doors, and that's mostly for our our CB USA builders. They get the national contracts. Yeah. Um, we used to do quite a bit of Haas as the, our main commercial door, and the you know the, the uh, what's their coachman, the American Tradition. Yeah. We we do some of those, and some of their doors look really nice. I I I don't have. I'm frustrated with them right now just because they told me I couldn't take pictures of their doors in their booth. Right. I was like, really? Yeah, I can't take it. I'm not asking you to speak right? because I don't want you to get in trouble for anything. Oh, no, no, it to, don't. It, no, I won't get in trouble. I um, just find that very weird. Like in a day and age where you build doors and you put them in a public display. Right. And then you ask me not to take photos. I'm just confused on like how that goes. I mean, there's pictures online. There's, right. I mean, I I don't know. It feels weird. Well, yeah. Okay. So here, here you are at a trade show. I'm displaying my doors. Yeah. Don't take a picture. But oh, here's some literature. Yeah. But now next week, on next it. week you want to go to the DC and buy the door. And guess what? Now I have your door, <laughs> right. not a picture. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I it's, don't know. It's so weird. You're almost shutting the people you're trying to sell to. I so know. I, I don't get that. But I was like, dude, I'm a dealer. Like, I, I can buy. And he's like, sorry, I don't want you taking pictures of my doors. Right. Well, it's funny because same thing. We've been walking around here, what, three or four days now, looking on, yeah. the, on this floor every day. And I've been to a few booths that I'm looking at a product. And normally you want to look and let, have everybody just don't, just don't bother me. Let me look. Yeah. But now I'm actually waiting for somebody to say, oh, what can I help you with? You know, you got some questions. And I'm looking at these people and they're looking right back at me. And I'm like, well, hello. I mean, you know. I think so. I can probably speak to that. I think a lot of that has to do with I think it's been a lot slower this year than right. in the past. So I think like when you're working a booth, cause I've worked so many being in sales my whole life, when it's slammed, it's so easy to be engaged and like be out front and look everybody in the eye and say, hey, how you doing? And shake their hand and bring them in the booth. But when it's slow and you only get like a couple people an hour, you're kind of like, mm. like I invested all of this time and effort and money into this and we're just a little bit slow. It's hard to get up for it sometimes so 
because this show probably hasn't had as many uh, garage door guys at it for whatever reason. I actually like Salt Lake, but um, I don't know the reasoning behind it. But I feel like less people are here this year than they were last year or the year before. Right. Um, maybe Atlanta was probably more like this. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I think um, I've been to Atlanta, and before that, Orlando. Um, and my, my time scales off because I thought Atlanta was further back than what it was, and I thought Orlando was closer, so maybe it's old age. But um, I think it's the scheduling. The scheduling is a little bit different. Um, before, the banquet was sooner. And, I mean, here, right off the bat, the first day, they got all these, these schools happening you know, right away. Yeah. And I think some of the stuff was kind of overlapping a little bit. And now here... Everybody that came to their school and they weren't going to the banquet. You know, you know they already did the trade show the first day. What's left? I mean, it's just yeah, a, l- a little bit different format. And, yeah, yeah. And the floor plan isn't really the greatest thing here at this time either. So yeah, it's, it's a little different. But you live and you learn. What's that? They'll figure it out. Yeah, but I mean. well, I mean, like I, I was joking with somebody else. When you come in the front door, I mean, it, it's maybe the building. You come in the front door, and the first thing you do is you go up a ramp. So you can take an escalator down. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> wait a minute, who thought of yeah, that? that's but, pretty funny. And, and the first two days, I had two-day school, fire door and uh, rolling steel. We were like the red-headed stepchild because all these classrooms are right in the front, but we had to cut across the corner of the trade floor, go up the ele- elevator, take the escalator, go down some stairs, run around circles, and then here's the classroom oh, in the no. back. It was so confusing. It was and like a maze. A lot of people having a hard time finding it. But, yeah. It's all right. But, Nobody's perfect. But this has been leg week because I've walked so much. Oh, my goodness. Um, a lot. I'm ready to sleep in my bed, man. Right? I'm well, so tired. And, and it, right now, everybody's like, oh, we're leaving this afternoon or we're leaving in the morning. And, oh, I just got to drive an hour down the road. I want to <laughs> punch you because right. I'm not leaving until 245 tomorrow. Yeah. And I won't get home to about like 1130 at night. So. Yep. So we're leaving at 530 today. We got a direct flight into Atlanta. And I'm estimating by the time we get to our cars and all get home, I'll probably get home around 1 o'clock right. in the morning. So it's going to be rough. But I'm going to have to get back on my schedule because I try to get into work around 5.15, 5.30. Well, there's time change, too. Yeah, time change is hitting right then, too. So it's going right. to be brutal. Oh, Monday's going to be a bad day for a lot of yeah, people. So. it is going to be a bad day. Somer is a European-based garage door opener manufacturer who has recently opened Somer USA out of Charlotte, North Carolina. Serving more than 90 countries worldwide, with our 40 years of experience, Somer produces one of the highest quality openers on the market. Combining German engineering and manufacturing, Somer uses direct drive technology to make their openers and opener accessories durable, long-lasting, quiet, and with the maximum lifting force. Further, Somer has earned both IDA and DASMA certifications by maintaining the quality and innovation standards set in place by national and international garage door associations. Maintaining these standards has allowed Somer to create the most versatile operator on the market, featuring unique optimization and diagnostic tools to make their operator perfect for every job and every customer. For more information on Somer operators, visit somer-usa.com. That's S O M M er-usa.com or contact their Charlotte office at 877-766-6607. Bad day. So, hey, uh, anything you want to add? No. Um, you're, you're, you're a master tech, right? Uh, almost. almost. I, I, I got to all the classes. I've taken them, passed them. Um, it's yeah, just a matter of getting door. a few more points in. Okay. And since I do predominantly residential, I'm not really sitting on the paperwork so much and um, a little bit of time's gone by between, I might do one or two fire doors a year where most people are probably doing 
that many in one or two days. Yeah. So I'm gonna have to go back and dig out some paperwork and you know, you're only required to have it for a certain amount of time and we may or may not have it. And yeah. in my company, um, we, we do really good, but we're, we're not carrying around the, you know, the, the tablets and the pads and uh, we, we do have the computers, um, but we're not as high tech. We do a lot of pen and paper. Okay. So everything would be filed. I mean, it might as well be micro-efficient at this point. I mean, yeah. it's just, so I mean, it's there, it's just a matter of digging it out. Yeah. And I'll, I'll turn it in and I'll have my master. That's exciting. It is. It's, it, it's a door nerd thing. I mean, yeah. I enjoy learning. I, I like, I don't want somebody to ever say to me, and, and this might be why I talk a lot. I don't want somebody to say, well, just do this. I want to know why. Yeah, um, I'm that way too. If you know why it is, then you can do anything to modify I it, change drove it. My parents and my teachers crazy because they're like trying to teach you, right? You're right. Like, why? 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 That was me all growing up. Right. And they're like, "Oh my God, just shut up! It's just the way it is." Right. And I'm like, I can't accept that as an answer, right? I need to know why. So I'm the same way. A lot of times, it's hard for me to understand how to do things until I see the whole cycle. Right. And the end result. If I can see the end result, a lot of times I can make it happen. If I can see the end result and how it happened, I got it. Right. Well, when I was originally trained, it's kind of like, we'll do this. Well, how come? Because I told you to. <laughs> well, that's great, but the next job I go to, I can't do that. So right. I don't know what to do, but if, if you know why you're doing what you're doing and what your end result is, that the purpose of it, you can modify or change anything. Yeah. And and that's that's a huge difference. What um, type of operators you install? Mostly LiftMaster. We, we okay. do some Genies. Um, what do you think of the Genies? Uh, they're, they're all right. I mean, I don't do a whole lot of them. I mean, everything has its own unique purpose in the application. I mean, it's like Chevy Ford Dodge. If you try to compare them directly, yeah, it'll yeah. never work. Everybody's got what something. What do you think about, like, so we've been spending a lot of time with Jeannie while here. Right. And Mike, the president's running a pretty good show. Like, he's on his game. He's a really cool cat. Uh, they took us out to dinner. We started talking. I was very blunt with them. I, I'm a very upfront and blunt person. And I just told him that, you know, hey, dude, I've not been very impressed with the motors that I saw when I was in the field. Um, and he was like, I know. And I'm like, excuse me? And he's like, yeah, we screwed it up. He's like, but we're making better decisions, manufacturing them here in the United States. And I want you to give my motors a try uh, now and see if you still feel the same way. And I'm like, man, that's pretty impressive to take that approach. Like, right. I like that, right? So um, I'm trying to get information from people, just asking around. I don't sell a lot of, like, the contractor-grade stuff. I assume since you guys are doing uh, new construction, that's primarily what you're installing, right? Uh, some of our builders. I mean, it, it's funny because they will throw down on a door. Just give me the nicest-looking door you got because you can see it from the outside. Yeah. Can't nobody see the motor from the outside. Right. Um, so some of them will, they'll, they'll do the nicer, you know, belt drives, battery backup, LED lights. I mean, you know, they'll throw down, they don't care. The others, you know, here we're doing this nice 18 foot wide, eight foot tall, custom, you know, looking door, classic, you know, all the decorative hardware, all, all colors, and you're doing an 8165, which, <laughs> like I tell the customers, it's not junk, it's, just, yeah. it's an entry level builder right. model opener. And, and maybe our biggest problem is any neighborhood you go into, the builders, they got the model home. You walk in, it's got a sandwich door. It's got polyurethane rollers, yeah, um, got the belt drive opener, and upstairs, you know, floor, it's got double insulation and thick carpet. Now they build a house. We go to the house, the customers call up, man, this door's about to fall out. So you, you gotta get here. I, I'm scared to touch this button anymore. 
nothing's wrong with the door, but it's a pan door, got a chain drive Damn. opener, and they got hard laminate flooring on the, you know, <laughs> and, it, and it's just like the amplifier yeah. here in this door. So, yeah. and I'm like, well, actually your door's fine. Well, why did the builder put this in here? I, well, I don't know, That's you're the one bought the house, so yeah. I don't know. Um, that's, that's details y'all should hammer out, but we get a lot of upsells from that, or you know, we come in, you know, sell some yeah, that's higher great. quality stuff, so. Yeah. Well, but, thanks for coming on the show, man. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Yeah. I, I, I met you in Charlotte when I went there to speak um, about advancements in the industry. Uh, and we had just a couple minutes to talk while you were eating before I, I realized I was late to go to speak. Right. <laughs> well, that, that was kind of weird for me, too, because I'm, you know, the five minutes to sit down. You go, hey, Mark. I'm like, well, who's that? I didn't, I didn't yeah. recognize you at first, but um, that's kind of new to me. Everybody's walked up and yeah, recognized me. And so. Yeah. But uh, I definitely liked catching up with you today. Absolutely. Um, you're, you come off as a very genuine, nice guy who knows his stuff and just willing to help right would you say that's pretty good description of you <sighs> well you could say either that or i just don't have a life i don't know I mean, so, <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, no i don't think that's the case um because just like you know, everybody jokes about we ride down the road i look at my son i was like hey you see that door yeah dad i know you put that one in great okay you know, <laughs> and his eyes about roll out the back of his head so yeah uh, i i can't help it like we were driving to uh our airbnb from the airport and I'm like, ooh, look, they all have glass garage doors. And he's, Adrian, my sound guy, he's like, of course you would notice that. Like, right. But it's, I look everywhere. Everywhere I go, I'm looking at doors. I like seeing the short panel raised white doors with the black stripe down the middle. Right. <laughs> That's great. Or the collapsed top section with like through bolts. I well, see that a lot. Even here, you walk around the trade floor, and you know we're door guys. Oh, look at these doors! And, oh, I, w I wouldn't have hung it like that. You know, I, w I wonder why they use that. I, I would have done it this way. I mean, yeah. so it's it's. I that's the great part about what we do. I think there's so many different ways to do it. Like I see guys, they'll walk up on a cracked top section. They're like, I can fix that. Great, like, cool. You can fix it. Like, but is it gonna fold in half in like six months to a year? Like, right. I mean, me, I, I try to train all my people to uh not sell like they shop because most people are frugal when they shop but not everybody is right so me i'm probably not frugal when i shop unfortunately I, I like to buy nicer things and i like to buy the best i don't choose the middle or the the good option i usually choose the best because i don't want to deal with it i want to be able to pay get it installed and not have to worry about it i'm done it's good um, and there's people out there like me. And so I, I just find it interesting how everybody has a different perspective on, you know, hey, why would you replace that? It's just a crack. You can put a strut on it and run it some more. And I'm like, yeah, you could, but you could replace a section or you could replace the whole door. And maybe the customer's dealing with heat or cool issues in the room above. And did you have that conversation? Right. Now might be a great time to upgrade the door to a uh, uh, insulated door to help. I mean, there's... I think we so quickly just jump on the first thing that pops in our head when we're talking about helping each other out on the on the groups too, and right. so that's why I appreciate your your different views. Well, what's funny about that, and um, I guess sometimes everybody's so quick to want to say something they don't necessarily like. You could put a post up, oh, I got this problem with this, and somebody go, oh, well, what you need to do is they didn't actually read what you said. You know, <laughs> oh, I just went to this job and 
you know, I saw this thing and everybody's gonna ask you, well, Ryan, why did you do this? I, I can't believe you put the door in like that. I mean, so right. sometimes, you know, people jump too quick to. It's definitely like a testosterone, like. Right, they want to offer their advice, you know, but. That's not asked for. Right. <laughs> I mean, and, and, it's, and it's, you know, and, well, if he put it in, well, if you look, he never said that. He said he went to a job uh, and saw this, right. but I mean, most, most of the, for the most part, I think everybody, we're all competitors to a certain extent. We're all competition each other. To a degree. But, but we I, love to help each other out. Yeah, we do. I love to, like, I've learned so much just by, like, looking at posts and reading comments and stuff like that. It's it's helped me expand my thinking. And, uh, you know, when I first got into the business, I think it was my third or fourth job, I came up on a pan 18-foot door out of track with one strut. And I was just like, what the heck, man? Like, I don't feel like this is good. So I stopped. I told my guys, we're not going to sell pan doors on 18-foot openings. Can you install pan doors? Yes, you can. And we probably should have been. But because I saw that and I was new to the industry, I was like, I'm not going to do that. That's not going to be me. I don't want to do that. Um, so now we sell them, but we put a straw in every section. Right. It's perfect. It works great. But because my mental, the evolution of me learning and seeing things on Facebook and talking to people, it helped me understand, hey, listen, yeah, it probably fell out of the track because it had one strut and it was, you know, it's easy. It's very flexible. It's wide opening, probably going to fold down the middle, you know, very soon. But at the same time, you can install that same door properly and it works perfectly fine. And so um, you just learn so much and it helps you grow as a tech or as a business owner. I've learned so much just from you and some of the other guys that offer great advice. That might be the single greatest thing about all these, all these you know, Facebook groups. Sure, some people are just there. I mean, we laugh, we joke. Some people are there just, you know, just, you know show you they got a bigger wine and bar than you. <laughs> but for the most part, even with me, I get on there and I look, and I see somebody do something like, Wow, that's pretty cool. It is. Next time I go to a job, I'm stepping up my game. Yeah. Then the next guy sees what I do, he steps up his game. Then somebody sees. We're all raising the bar, our I own agree. bar. We're our, we're our own worst critic, but we're also our own drive to do bigger and better. Yeah, like and, Scott, I want to sell more rollers, dude. Right. Right. I mean, rollers are legit. And and, well, look at Kyle Hart. Um, he's got to be. I mean, he's funny. Everybody likes him. He's got this great personality, and you wouldn't think Best a door nerd would have that kind of personality to be that funny. And Here whatnot. he goes, landed his way in another podcast. Kyle's the listen. No joke. I bet if we went through every episode, Kyle's name comes up at least once. It's mostly me. Right. I don't know why. I don't have a crush on the guys, just so everybody knows. But he, he. I don't know. Like I feel like he's like probably one of the most important people in our industry, and he just comes up a lot. Right. I don't know. Well, so I mean, it, we'll, we'll look there. at his talent. You know, we'll be sitting here. Well, I need to interface this part with this certain opener. And, and uh, you know, you get on there and ask me, well, how do you do that? And Kyle's like, yeah, I tried that. It didn't work. So I went to Radio Shack and bought these parts. And I just like, <laughs> he creates his own. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm surprised he don't have his own opener company and, and, and watch to make tools. Well, here I got this motor that's inside the barrel and, you know, there's no tool for it. So he goes, well, I, I took this and, you know, some erector set, a little bit of Lego, some super glue, and, yeah, you know. That's exactly how he is. And, and bam, here's his part. And, yeah. and he's, I used an Xbox controller and programmed it to the operator so that I could do this. One of the hottest topics with garage door companies in 2020 is, what's the best dispatch software? I run my business with Service Titan. I wouldn't have it any other way. 
Service Titan is the premium software that allows you to run every aspect of your business quickly and smoothly. It's not just a dispatch software. I use them for credit card processing, marketing automation, business intelligence, follow-up, and even maintenance agreements. My staff likes it because they can build quotes quickly and easily, and the price is already there. I like it because I get a ton of five-star reviews from customers who love the automated communication. We've seen a huge increase in our revenue per job by offering set pricing and multiple quotes. If you're interested in scheduling a demo with Service Titan, go to servicetitan.com forward slash torsion talk or call 888-809-7457. So I just think he's crazy like that. I, I don't know. And, and spending time with him, he's genuine, he's real, and he's not like testosterone driven to the point where he's got to like feel like he's got to compete. Like he's confident. He knows he's good. Right. And he doesn't have to prove it. And I think with him, he he'll go somewhere, and maybe the manufacturers say you can't do that. It won't work. Or the customers say you can't do that. He's like, watch me. Yeah. It's, he takes Matt, his personal challenge. Matt, the door father's the same way. Those two guys, I'm blown away by them both. But Kyle's got an electrical background. Right. And he knows software and coding. He's a smart dude. Oh, yeah. Like, he's a freaking genius. And I think more guys in the industry need to understand electrical because I don't think that's a big thing, especially in the residential side. Um, you know, I, I, for one, struggle with electrical. Uh, I don't know a lot about it. I tried to have him explain it to me, and I left like, okay, that was a cool lesson, but I still don't understand right. it fully, you know? So um, I definitely think that, uh, as an industry, we need to learn more. And I think having electrical can help get you into commercial and have you make more money potentially, or at least be more diversified and be able to work for different companies and things. So right. I, I'm a big fan of that. And if I was a technician, I would probably be spending a lot of time in that area. Well, that's, that's where it's all going. I mean, everything's now. The Wi-Fi, the home automation, I mean, hubs, yeah. whatever. Um, you know, I'm 49. I don't have a foot in the grave, but I'm at that point. It's 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 all going over my head. I mean, it's, it's electrical. Where's the old relays? Where's the solid state motors? That's what I can work on. I mean, yeah. this here, I'm. It, I don't know. I guess you get older, you get. You only take in so much more information. But it, you know, and I'm looking at Kyle, and he's like, da 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 da. I'm like, is he speaking Klingon or French? I, I don't know what yeah. he said, but but whatever it was, it works. I mean, so. <laughs> That's funny. And and I would joke too. You know, like you said. He's probably got an Xbox controller, and you watch this and hit the button, and every traffic light <laughs> yeah. in town turns red or something, you know? Yeah. But, um, well, cool, man. Listen, I really appreciate you coming. Did you enjoy the show? I did. I awesome. did. What was your favorite thing? Did you did you take anything away that you, like, enjoyed or that you want to share, or was there a booth that you saw something that you thought was really cool? I th Honestly, the coolest thing here was meeting people. I mean, you talk to people all the time. Uh, they actually walk up talk to them, shake their hand yeah. face to face and, and, and joke and talk with them, have a beer at the bar, um, just listen to everybody's story, you know, you got this many kids, you're married, you live here and there. That's pretty cool. I mean, cool. Uh, we, all the people in the world, only door guys understand door guys. I mean, it's, we got common ground and, you know, we can talk about common things. And I mean, uh, I can't have this conversation with painters or plumbers or, right. but door guys, you know, we just, we get each other and, yeah. and coming here and seeing all the people that you've been talking to all year on, you know, any of the groups or the deplorables, man, the deplorables are great. Yeah. I mean, problem mentioning any one group or nothing is there, so, <laughs> nah. but I mean, they're great. Um, yeah. 
here's a bunch of guys, um, and, and people ask me what are the difference in the groups, and you got the garage door techs. We're really technical. The deplorables are technical too, but garage door techs is like here you are at work doing your job. Yeah. You go home, you clock out, you go to the bar and hang out. Now you're the deplorables. We're still door guys. We got yeah. all the door tech, but it's like we're kind of chilling out, relaxing, and you yeah. just join everybody's company and camaraderie. And this, I mean, that's that's a great thing. I mean, there's a there's a group of guys. They might catch hell from some other people, or maybe their image don't always look perfect. But I mean, there's not a better group of guys anywhere in any industry than the deplorables. They got each other's back. They're looking 100%. out for each other, and I mean, it's that's just. It's family. I mean, you so, want one, you get all. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's family, group. and I mean, it's like brothers and sisters. You will rag each other. I mean, yeah. I'll rag my friend, but you better not. I'm, I'm coming down on your ass. You yeah, know? yeah. Uh, I mean, I've had but we keep us there in check too. If somebody gets a little crazy, everybody keep them in check. So yeah. um, you can't beat that. Yeah. So. Well, thanks for coming on the show, man. I really appreciate it. It's been a pleasure getting to know you, and we didn't break the record for the longest podcast, right. so. Unfortunately, we let everybody down. Well, you kind of raised the bar yesterday, too. <laughs> I don't think nobody's ever going to touch that show. So, Oh, uh, you're talking about the Google spam? Yes. Holy cow. What did you think of that? I am glad I'm not married to her. <laughs> did you wipe your feet? I know you if you did or not. Go ahead and tell me. Don't even. Dude, wow. I spent, listen, that woman is amazing, bro. Right. So um, after she got home last night, her and I jumped on a call and spent some time together. And she's on a whole nother level bro like even more so than you saw here right she is like the real real deal and she's gonna blow some stuff up and when i tell you that this thing is so big she let me in on a few things and i was like are you kidding me this is bigger than the garage door industry it's huge and we're just we're just a small little portion of it. Right. And when she uncovers this thing and it blows up, it's going to be fun to watch from a distance. Well, I, I saw her pick up her phone in less than two minutes. She's like, had everything on this guy. Oh, dude, it's crazy. Uh, well, in third grade, he didn't eat all of his cookie. <laughs> I'm like, wow, that's, that was, that was yeah. impressive. That was very impressive. Yeah, I'm all asking her for the login. I'm like, can I have a login for that? Right. But she's a sweet lady, like super nice. You'd be surprised. She's, she's a pit bull, but... Oh, yeah. She is Absolutely. so nice and kind, and like, she's amazing. Right. She's a really nice lady. And right, but don't get on the wrong side. Do not get on her wrong side. I mean, she it, will it, the first you. time her husband forgets their anniversary, that's it's just a done <laughs> deal. I mean, that's it's over. Yeah, so I'm impressed by her. Listen, if you enjoy uh, our podcast, please check us out on Facebook. Uh, we really appreciate you guys listening to the podcast. As a matter of fact, how you support the podcast is by listening. If you haven't had a chance to make it to IDA Expo, we hope you show up in New Orleans next year, right? New Orleans? Yep. And uh, uh, we get to meet you, and hopefully by then we'll do this again and we'll get you on the show. If you want to talk to me or ask a question or give me some advice on things we can do uh, better on the show, hit me up through Facebook. Uh, you can go to Torsion Talk Podcast and message me through there, and I'll gladly chat with you. I respond to all messages if I see them. Uh, if I don't, I apologize, but I'll get back to you as soon as possible. Thank you guys again for supporting the podcast. Have a wonderful day.